0: going on, guys? How you doing out there? What's going on, ladies? How are you doing out there? I'm an equal opportunity opener. I just want you guys all to know that uh, this is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode uh, 85. Eighty-five. You know what? I knew this week. Uh, congratulations to me. Uh, this is episode 85 of <laughs> Intergalactic <laughs> Interviews. The voice you're hearing is uh, Jamie. Some people call me MD. To my immediate right, I have a very special co-host. He's no longer... Uh, Special, he's extraordinary, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Michael Savedra. How you doing? See, that was pretty nice. I could, I can be nice occasionally. I'll let you, I'll let you know. I have it's the a select them. occasion. Select occasions. Uh, running our cameras and boards tonight is a gentleman by the name of Chris Martin. Most people just call him C Mart, though. He's a good guy. It's not C more. It's C Mart. We love him. And uh, I gotta tell you, before we get anywhere near our guest, who may have already been appearing on camera momentarily, there, I. CMR says no. Um, I just want to let you guys know of have a cool opportunity. We're sponsored by a really cool company the company is called Floathouse. If you go to floathouse.CA, you can find yourself checking out the premier isolation tank experience. It's super, super cool, really really, really fresh. It's actually one of the coolest, trendiest new experiences that are happening worldwide right now. People are just committing themselves to these float houses, these like these isolation tanks. It allows you to relax. Because you such a like a nice, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, like ringtones going off in the middle of an ad. You know, it's uh, it's very chill. See, if that happened during a float, you would just be so zen; nothing would happen to you. You'd well, you probably float.
1: wouldn't have your phone in the tank, so
0: you probably wouldn't. But you would only know that if you floated. And right now, if you want to book a float, you can get twenty percent off by using our podcast promo code IIpodcast. How mm. awesome is that? Lowercase I, lowercase I podcast now uh obviously that stands for intergalactic interviews and if you want to follow us you can do so by uh subscribing to us on itunes or searching for us on soundcloud and subscribing accordingly uh we're going to be in a lot of different places very soon and we recently upgraded internet so we're going to be mass uploading previous episodes uh, of full length video episodes since we've been at float house here so all the way back to episode 71 uh, we'll be doing that very shortly because I went from 26 hours of upload time per episode to 33 minutes. Let's do this. He's very proud of it. God damn. Okay, now that being said, let's get into this. Our guest, he's an illustrious, and I mean that quite literally. He's he's such a great artist visually. Um, he's a good friend good friend of the show, now officially in that capacity, finally. Um, yeah, He's a smart dude. You can find his work everywhere around the Lower Mainland City, worldwide, global. He's a really, really smart dude. He's a good fella, and uh, we really love him. His name is Steve Kitchen. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Steve Kitchen.
1: Wow.
2: That was a... Unanimous um, enthusiasm there from Savedra. Look like, uh, at <laughs> that. I'm obviously his favourite guest. Yeah. very
1: stoked. Didn't
0: you call him last week the asshole of the show?
1: Well, because he hadn't been on the show.
0: <laughs> I, I have to say that's almost entirely why you're here today to defend yourself against Savedra's accusations. It's pretty aggressive. Uh, it's not going to happen. I was like, he's a friend of the show. No, he's not. an he's asshole of the show.
2: I would rather be here <laughs> on my own merits, not to defend any kind of slang. This is a
0: meritocracy. <laughs> yeah, No, you're. you're uh, I think you're. You're in a good position here. You're. You're a good guy. You're doing a lot of good things recently. Yeah. What did you do last night?
2: Last night, well, you're bringing me right up to the like the latest want, piece of art. that I has want been people created. to know
0: what's going on with you, so you look back on this in years. You go, oh yeah, I made that. So I it's see. Like, so tell me what okay. you did last night.
2: Well, last night was actually. I've been working early mornings, doing uh, painting the tasting room at Parallel Forty Nine with the What's characters. A, okay,
0: so so you work for Parallel Forty Nine, yes. which is a local brewery here in the Lower Mainland. Yeah. Um, how far do they distribute? Like, can people check out their stuff?
2: Oh wow! Anything? I mean, it's all over Canada, and it's into uh, America. It's in New York, Florida. Wow. Um, there's some crazy rules, you know, liquor rules. You Canadians know all about. Funny liquor rules right <laughs> liquor rules yeah <laughs> okay. maybe I've got that right. no 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 keep please going um, can't sell in Washington or Portland uh, Oregon which is a shame because those places being huge craft beer markets why can't you sell there I don't even know you know it's, I sort of pff. they're pricing out the Canadians that's what it is
1: no I believe it's because they have The most breweries in North America. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. They don't
0: want other... By the way, Mike definitely knows. He's he's always the reference. He's always (laughs) the beer reference. He's like, something about beer. I know this one.
2: (laughs) Having said that, San Diego is also a very popular spot, and we're selling down there, so I'm not sure exactly. Maybe it's a jurisdiction? It's
1: probably in California. It's probably just like it's divided up. Like It's it's not all the same, and there's probably like there's people up here in canada right that have they bring beer from down there up here but it's only from certain parts of like oregon or like certain parts of california like they're not it's not all californian beer can come up here
2: okay right I'm God glad
1: damn, that he knows more Yeah, it it, than
2: it, it's It's a goddamn cartel. It's a <laughs> conspiracy is what it is. It
1: is. It's multiple
2: cartels. Well, he makes it sound like a cartel. It's just <laughs> his demeanor. <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: well, it's okay. Obviously, it's a huge national, international brand. Um, it uh, started off locally as a craft brewery, but here we are hearing you talk about painting a tasting room. Now, what are we talking about there? What's that?
2: Uh, yeah, so basically, we're talking... Um, tasting rooms is, is kind of like a pub, but it's dedicated to a brewery, so it's usually attached to a brewery. So it's so, a place where breweries... Like a tour? Like, like you come um, on tours? Well, if you can imagine... A bar at the front and a brewery at the back. So you're getting the freshest beer straight off of the presses, you know. Okay. And also weird experimental things. Like we have an infusion tower where they'll, f- they'll throw, say, jelly babies and our beer filthy dirty and just make a one-off beer for the day. Like infusing it into the beer itself? Exactly, yeah. What? So you get all these one-offs and, you know, um, and people, they really kind of like bands or sports teams, they pick their colors with craft beer. And Parallel Forty Nine, <laughs> you get some dedicated customers. So that's crazy. We, I mean, luckily for me, and of course the brewery, a lot of the designs have somewhat become iconic. So we've taken the ones that are more popular and had me paint just huge images of them up on the walls.
0: Now, what are the most popular? Because like, how many varieties are there right now through oh, Parallel Forty well,
2: Nine? We've been the the brewery's been together four years, and we've done almost four, uh, fifty unique beer releases 50, five zero yes if you were to include all the one-offs and infusion towers and things you'd be well into three figures but in in terms wow. of um actual physical releases that go into liquor stores some of them are just in the fridges at the tasting room or the local craft yeah, special kind of stores, stores. That's yeah. wild. it is wild because not i can't think of a brewery that's kept up that kind of pace but we have a good i love the attitude at the brewery the the brewer has the same attitude as i to wanting to get things done and blast them out you know rather than think about them too much yeah and the bosses are the same way so it's a good fit for me well
0: that's cool it sounds like a really cool culture i mean Mm. just like that that in general like like mike what what's your favorite uh beer from parallel 49
1: uh probably the filthy dirty
0: filthy dirty What's I'm gonna pull the artwork up for that right now. It's Tell a, me what it tastes it's like. It's a it's a yeah. strong
1: IPA. It's well, it's it's not that strong, but it is like on the. Yeah, it's strong it's, enough. It's a, it's a strong yeah. enough beer. Uh, it yeah. has a very citrusy complexion to like a very hoppy IPA. It's, it's, See, it's a good beer. It's the, it's the best one they do.
0: See Mark, can we get a? I'll get a zoom in on this real quick here. This is the. Does this make sense? It might, there you okay. Is that is that even? That's it. Yeah, I can't yeah. see. I can't see the camera. The it's monitor. Good, yeah. um, that's okay. So that style you just saw there—that's very reminiscent of your character styles for, for, sure. for Parallel Forty Nine. Yeah. Now, what do you like attribute that to? Like, where does that influence come from? Because that—that is very like signature throughout.
2: You know, I really need to credit the owners of the brewery. In a sense, they were smarter than I was when they picked me up because I was known for gig poster art. Mm-hmm. And I would draw characters. If you could imagine that character on a punk rock poster. Four <laughs> bands, the railway club, whatever. Aren't right? you like
0: ripped off all the time? People take, yes. you take your yes. stuff all and the I, time. I've
2: been accused of ripping myself <laughs> off as well. Which People have called the brewery and said, oh, there's posters out here. and You, know, you guys
0: are stealing our yeah. It's like, no, idiot. <laughs> you stole my shit. <laughs>
2: yeah, which I, I take as a compliment, I yeah. think.
0: That's well. Think, oh, it's definitely a compliment. It's yeah, a hundred percent compliment. compliment. Right. Oh yeah. yeah, that's not even a question.
2: No, that's true because I do strive to, uh, you know, uh, project a style.
0: You, you know? have a very, very uh, unique style. How did the owners influence that though?
2: Well, the way they saw it, they they a couple of the guys um, they worked at um, or they own uh, St Augustine's on the Drive, so they're very ingrained in the East Van culture, and a lot of my gig poster art would appear on poster poles up on the walls, so they basically saw gig poster art and said that's the kind of thing we want on our beer labels so wow so that's like some like
0: like lifetime movie shit like the
2: smart thing about it is is if you really think about it now if i was a really straight up sensible graphic designer i wouldn't suit craft beer because a craft beer buyer they want something a little bit different a bit off the scale and that's what you're going to get from a, a gig poster artist. Or well, what do you he, know, what do you call that then? Like, I, I don't want to say like, is it like alt
0: kind of? Like, what is that? I guess so. Tell I mean, like a dirty word nowadays. Like, uh, yeah, I, it like, could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, like I don't want to. I don't want to pigeonhole it to something because I'm I'm not as well versed in this area. Like visually, I don't really know how to describe that stuff. Okay. So well, what would you call it?
2: Well. Uh, i 'm not sure if I would have a, a a description for it, but my approach was always I would look at gig poster um, websites and in fact gigposters.com is an excellent example a lot of people submit every day and you can put anything on a gig poster it you know you could have a crow falling out of the sky you know Whatever. Whatever. I love how that's
0: like the craziest example. Like a crow (laughs) falling out of the sky. That's what I got. Yeah, that's what I got. It's a tall room. I
1: (laughs) I saw that poster
2: yesterday, actually. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That'll draw the eye, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) My uh, main focus, which you will definitely be interested in years ago, was I got involved in the SCAR community. So <laughs> there's very much a look for that with the two-tone and the, the black and white and the guy yeah. dancing, and I took it upon myself to just do whatever I wanted. Should, and
0: we, should we turn to resident ska enthusiast here? Mike here <laughs> here is... Uh, Are we doing, doing this again? We're doing this <laughs> again. Again? Two, two weeks in a row.
2: Brilliant. <laughs> now, we all love ska. Okay, go ahead. Go so ahead. I've, there's a lot of freedom in gig posters, and for an artist to... You know, say if I'd seen an Evil Knievel documentary the night before I was commissioned to, to do a poster. Mm-hmm. There'd be a stunt guy on the next poster, you know, because it doesn't matter as long as it's visually appealing. As long as it has that, like, draw and that connection that you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And, and so um, the style is really no style at all. It's freedom, you know. <laughs> um, and with the, with the beer stuff. Well, how did um, you, Why did you come up with that, that pig
0: on Filthy Dirty? So do you, you hear Filthy Dirty in your first thought cobalt, is like... Cobalt.
2: Who goes to Cobalt? <laughs> what what this? is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? That was a hard point across the table. It's unbelievable. Wow. You know what I mean? And he's any fan little character, you know? You look into that artwork and he's got a twinkle in his eye. You've L- met guys like that at the Cobalt. A little bit of a swine. Yes. A little bit. Yeah. I see where you're going. But now. a likable chap. What is All this? this? All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is an aggressive attack upon the character of my extraordinary co-host. A little bit of a swine. Yeah, a little bit. Of, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> really, what it is.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I, I really like. I really like the style because, uh, I don't know if you'll be offended by this or if you'll uh, if you'll agree or even if you're aware of this, whatever. But I'm kind of reminded of like garbage pail kids, kind of in the way. Do you ever get that kind of comparison sometimes? Um. Like, I, I've always loved the artwork from that because it was. That's exactly, like, everything you're talking about. It was different. It was unique. While everyone was yeah. pushing, like, Muppets and very clean lines and, right. like, very, very proper and vectored and all this stuff. From that to, like, no, oh, here's a kid, Tommy pukes twice or whatever the fuck. And, right. like, it's just very dirty like it's very just i don't know it's it's different is more than anything
2: i would say that feeling you get from opening a garbage pail kids pack just that kind of you're <laughs> you kind of boyish. yeah know? You, yeah that's that's, it. Yeah. that's what i love and um my um you're, my... you're way better than garbage pail kids. Oh. just to be
0: fucking clear oh. you're way better but I, i'm just saying like when i was trying to uh, attach it to something just a nice little wave out there. Yeah. Look smooth. at you. You're on to two waves, and we're not even 20 minutes in. Good guy. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I cut you off. Uh, what was it? You? I was saying something, but you said something.
2: Um, I would say <laughs> the Garbage Pout Kids, um, just that sort of feeling you know that that carelessness you mm-hmm. know um you're never going to open one of those serious and go look you know um so my <laughs> moment, <laughs> that's the description kind of for a guy you right there yeah right. my um i'd say my main influence is a guy called reg mombasa there's a have you ever heard of a surf company called mambo yeah well wait reg mombasa reg mombasa okay is break it down he um his name isn't really Reg Mombasa, but he wanted to pick a regular name mixed with a very exotic name. And I think he did quite well. He wanted to pick a regular name. So he literally went Reg. 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 There you go. reg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. All right, continue. Go ahead. Um, now, he took Mambo by the scruff of the neck and he just went for it. This guy, I wouldn't even say he was a natural artist, he used his charcoals. And he'd invent um, strange characters. He's colorblind. Sometimes the sky would be purple. He didn't know. He'd bring it into Mambo submission, and they'd go, "Okay, okay, Reg, all right, that's cool. You know, and that's whatever it? you want to do." Wow. This guy got he got such a momentum in Australia. The two thousand Olympics, they built huge inflatables of in his artwork in Sydney. Uh, yeah, that's where they're based. Just Sydney, Australia. Yeah. So he he basically that's where the Olympics were though two thousand.
0: Is that right? Yeah. I think yeah. it was Sydney, right? Yeah. yeah uh, so they built like life-size,
2: life-size, these crazy characters, you well, know, he draw like a dog with one eye over here and a tongue over there and uh. very yeah. abstract. Right. One of my favorite uh, sayings that Reg Mombasa came up with was um, living a comfortable lifestyle without any visible means. Everything was a joke. You know? Living a comfortable lifestyle without any visible yeah. means. Like, how's okay. this guy swanning around? You know, <laughs> like, He's got his Cadillac, he's got his surfboard, and he, I've never seen him once. He's what? just swanning around. Swanning yeah. around. Just swanning yeah. around. <laughs> I love it. I'm already so into it. That vibe really caught my attention. I thought, you know, it, it, uh, it doesn't have to be too serious. And in fact, some of my labels um, with the brewery have been analyzed online you know you pick things up you might google yourself once or twice i'm sorry once or twice you're a regular guy once or twice sunday right? night you got regular yeah. thoughts you're a yeah. regular guy regular thoughts um and really <laughs> the, the truth is that there's no real thought behind it and that's what i love the guys who run the place the head brewer and myself it's get things done if we think it's fun you know we'll do it that's and, what it becomes um yeah i think if we really try to drill into it and work it out it would take the magic away you know I
0: you know what I can appreciate that you know I once heard a, a sex dating tip
2: how did he go to that
0: ready <laughs> that said more mystery less history boom and oh, okay. that's, how you, that's how you keep it fresh ladies and gentlemen oh, all right. Cause once you know everything once you know how it's made uh, it's not as interesting not as, it's not as important.
1: I
2: appreciate now that you're tied up with the beautiful Elizabeth. You're now dispensing advice to the dating world. I
0: gotta let the world know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I gotta let you know. I, I uh, you know, get up there, you know. I, uh, I'd ask vegger, but
0: this isn't a seven <laughs> no, hour podcast. You <laughs> God. This is, Why I thought, did I even show up today? I thought you'd be happy that Steve Kitchen is here, aka British. Your boy. Yeah, yeah. he's your boy. Yeah. I thought you, you thought you'd enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah, but now you guys are just gonna, you know.
0: I even the on to me
1: around here for the no, hour that we're here. I,
0: you know, I brought another Scott enthusiast in. <laughs> I thought, uh, you know, we'd have a two-on-two two here or something. I don't know. Seymour
1: doesn't even have his mic in front of him today.
0: <laughs> Two-on-one, then. Smart. Handicap. I'll take you guys on, <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I was going to ask you. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff right now. Let's get let's get fucking serious. Okay, let's get real serious. There's a lot of stuff right now in the news. A lot of corruption shit. Uh, right. Have you heard about these Panama Papers? Have you guys heard about this stuff? Yes. Cmar specifically, just totally with it right now. Uh, let's see here. You have heard it. Yes. What do you know about it?
2: Um, well, you're talking about David Cameron, the British Prime Minister. And uh, amongst
0: others. But like,
2: Oh, amongst others, okay. Way
0: more.
1: There's something like... Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi's really?
0: In Di- no, yeah, Messi's yeah, in yeah, bed with involved, that stuff. Yeah. His, ah. his
1: corporation, a uh, Big Star Inc., <laughs> Uh, easy. <laughs> that doesn't right. sound
0: uh, fraudulent at all. Big <laughs> <Yeah>. Star Inc. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: based in Panama. Don't worry about yeah. it. You're
0: like, right.
1: what? <laughs> okay. Like
0: literally, like Shell Incorporated. It's like, well, I wonder what they do. You know, like it's gas Really though, like you know. Right. Uh, apparently, these Panama papers, uh, from what I understand, my very limited research, uh, was a leak of documents—eleven and a half million documents. Okay. Uh. So think about that. Like we're talking about terabytes of documents. Just so much information. People are still pouring through it. The more people that are pouring through it, the more just fucked up shit people are finding out. Like okay. So far, Iceland's prime minister has resigned. Ukraine's prime minister has resigned. Now, oh, wow. they're saying that it's not related to this officially, but, I mean, <laughs> come on. Coincidence. Spain's prime minister is, is has resigned or is about to resign. Wow. That's, I'd be shocked if he did. I mean, that's a G7 world leader like that's that'd be pretty intense as, as spain like that would be like
1: Isn't he the king of spain <laughs>
0: just like uh everyone's favorite uh no let's feminist. not do this again no okay no <laughs> no nope. once i was the king of spain <laughs> You've ruined you ruined that song forever fuck <laughs> fuck Omish. jesus christ anyway okay uh all this stuff uh piling up in the news and we still don't know really who's involved now you have to imagine how many people are behind the scenes just scrubbing that data, oh. just trying to get their, their homeboy out of it, just trying their best. Until someone like Dick Cheney, Bush, Clinton, Trudeau, Putin, all that, until someone like that is nailed to the wall with like, hey, you have $4 trillion in offshore accounts and have never paid a single cent of taxes, what's up? Are you prepared to do 200 years in jail? Because that's what it's going to you know, turn out to be. Something like that. Until that happens, I don't know what's happening. But you said David Cameron's involved. What do you know about that? Because yeah, I, I don't know very much about that side.
2: Uh, it's a funny situation. I, I think from glimpses I've seen on Facebook, um, there's probably an angry mob trying to knock down uh, number 10 Downing Street as we speak. But Wait, where is, what is the significance of that address? Oh, that's, that's where the Prime Minister
0: of England lives. Oh, so Britain, sorry. That's 24 Sussex. Yep. Do you know that that's where uh, the Prime Minister lives in Canada? No. 24 Sussex Avenue.
2: I've got the, the citizenship test coming up, so <laughs> I'll be making a note.
0: Dude, I, I don't even know what you, you just said. I, I would have said that was Westminster Abbey. Was, that, was uh, that, that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, right. right. Isn't that where they shoot down Navi? Like, yeah, I, like yeah. I have no
2: idea. That's next door. All right. Yeah. Next door. I think um, it's a
0: pretty small place. Yeah.
2: But um, they, apparently, his, his father had, had put this investment into Panama for him, um, and it got to a point where people demanded that he produced his tax return. Right. Which okay. it's it's, sort of shady because his dad's involved. Well, yeah, but it's, your tax return will not give you any information on what offshore accounts you have, so it's kind of funny. But it's had this knock-on effect of tax returns, so all the different politicians and leaders are all having to bring out their tax returns in Britain. Oh. Um, but we have a bit of a different culture. People really like to catch one another out, and so it's, it's very picky. Um, so, so what, they'll be doing, like... Uh, that was aggressive. G- <laughs> Is he okay?
0: Seymour <laughs> just left aggressively. Um, I think you upset him with your Panama people yeah, talk.
2: Yeah, it looks like he might have an investment. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like he, he just left. He's like,
0: I have some taxes to do. <laughs> just leaves immediately. He's very uh, chapped about that David Cameron
1: talk. He, He's uh, a big fan. Big exact fan. <laughs> he had a... Um, he had Cameron number one shirt on today. Did he? Hey. No, that makes sense.
0: Um, I was, I was going to say, uh, he... Uh, I think I read that he, his father like liquidated assets back in 2010 or something like that. Yes. That's the, that's the presented story. Yeah. Whether that,
2: that's accurate or not. The interesting thing that's come out of it is that some people have said, like, well, there's immoral and there's illegal. And if something's immoral, why isn't it illegal, right? So he right, hasn't yeah. done anything illegal in that sense. It's just immoral. But people are really trying to just find a handle so they can pull him out of there, you know? Politically, though, it's like, you know... Like
0: you said, any time you have any type of exposure, any type of angle that someone can play against you, they're going to take it. Like when you said people are coming out of the woodworks with uh, their own tax returns suddenly, I could see how that could be used as a wedge to be like, I have nothing to hide. Look at me. Why doesn't our faithful prime minister resign? Because he has obviously something to hide. He fails to produce his long form, blah, 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 blah. And you can definitely see the angle they can take there. But... I think what's more surprising is in 2016, the number of corporations and people at an elite level. Like we just said, like who?
1: Like like Messi? Yeah, Lionel Messi.
0: Lionel Messi. Arguably the greatest f- football player living False. right now, right? Ever. Ever, maybe? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So uh he's involved in this. Like you'd think he'd have someone beside him that's like, okay, I mean, you can stash a bit, a bit of money. but That guy like, makes
1: an astronomical he's got
2: some moment. money you know you I wouldn't know what his motivation now. to do that
1: would be. he has to put it somewhere because he's already been taxed he's been charged for like cheating cheating taxes in spain yes. he's already so been it, charged for that yeah he had to pay back like I, I don't remember the exact number but it was somewhere in like 36 46 million euros like yeah. back to the spanish government because he evaded taxes for what? years and the
2: percentage on those kind of earnings since he was
1: 14 he, like yeah
2: <laughs> it
0: says here he makes 26.5 million euros a year million how much. that's just
1: that and i wouldn't even i doubt that includes like all the sponsorships that that guy has like think about like all of adidas like he is the face of adidas he's the face of ea sports like fifa yeah he's he is yeah he's the cover he's the face of soccer like he's the face of football around the globe man
0: that's pretty crazy because you know what he has uh like, that's a recognizable name. That's someone that they can hang their hat on this thing and be like, look, here's an elite <laughs> someone that uh, is not paying his fair share. And what do you think about that? And the people rabble and they uh, they hang people for this kind of shit, don't they? Like, they,
2: they kill people over this stuff. I would imagine, because you think as a regular guy... Well, he's got enough money. Why would he pull a stunt like that? I would think it's the principle of the matter. Say you're picking up ninety million, and you're getting taxed seventy million. You're gonna think, Panama, come on. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're gonna look to like weird lawyers and stuff, yeah, and be course. like, oh, let,
1: let me." There's got to be a way for me to skirt this law. Right. And somebody's weird gonna lawyers. tell you, and the they're gonna way. let you know where yeah. to put your money. Like it's, it's. Hey, if I was making the money, I'd have money in Panama too. Like it's. It does make sense, like, and it's very difficult to, to argue against that because.
0: I mean, given the position, I mean, like, even if you just put it in a more, say, relatable, easy sense, like if you just said like, hey, whatever you're making right now, imagine half of it is immediately going to the government. You don't even see it ever. A lot of people in Canada are already taxed pretty crazy just from provincial and federal levels. but. Uh, if you did an additional amount, I think that would hit home with people. If you're, if you're taking home like four grand a month or something like that, and all of a sudden you're taking home 1800, I mean, that's a significant cut. But if someone came along and said, Hey, look, uh, you can invest in my cousin's company and you get to actually keep all four and you're going to make an extra like two grand or something like that. Who's not going to take that? It's pretty hard to go against it. So it's very hard to like judge these people, but at the same time, I when want to point out, I'm not
2: investing in your cousin's company. Just, <laughs> come on, we're we're both, come both on, come yeah, on! Boys, that's thousand dollars a share. Is that that's, what this is leading to? This is all just a real
0: <laughs> shitty like presentation. So
2: www. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I was like, I was like, now nah, you guys, it's it's not really a pyramid. It's more of like uh, you know an ascending geometrical pattern of. of <laughs> success right like <laughs> you can be like lean Messi, messy you
1: know yeah if you invest it's in my cousins. funnel of investment funnel <laughs> yes. like, isn't that just an upside down pyramid you like I'm, I'm not i'm not in i'm yeah, not leading straight to jamie yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm just like guys it all it all goes somewhere you know let's move up together kind like of yeah no i i think uh, have you ever had to
2: sit in on a timeshare kind of thing oh actually yeah when i was a younger lad uh, we went to the algarve south portugal and if you went to a timeshare meeting i was only 10 years old you were in portugal and you went to a timeshare meeting uh, my dad took he, if you went to a timeshare meeting you got tickets for like safaris or water parks so my dad's like yeah all right let's go and sit and ride this out he'd ride it out and we'd get the tickets to the water park personally I'd have just bought the tickets to the water park. But, right. you know, we've all got dads. We know what they're like.
0: Your dad sounds like a smart fella. He's a
2: smart fella. Right. So
0: what happened? What kind of pitch did they give?
2: Do you remember? Oh, I was out. You know, I was running around being 10. But, uh, you know, that's the closest <laughs> i ever Did dad come, come home looking drained? He, he was drained. He wasn't ready for the water park.
0: <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend. I don't want to say his name. But uh, I have a friend who got a, a timeshare pitch in Mexico. Brian. He was down there, he was at an all inclusive, and attached to the all inclusive, from what I understand, was like these timeshares. And it was like, hey, uh, really casual approach. Like, some guy approached them and was like,
2: So you guys uh, enjoying your
0: time? Yeah. And, like you know, when you go to an all inclusive, there's all these handlers that are walking around trying to make sure everyone's playing volleyball or whatever the fuck. And <laughs> so so it, wasn't, it wasn't unusual. Some random guy was asking how they're yeah. doing. And then they're like, uh, You know what? We could actually extend your trip. If uh, you wanna, if you wanna just take a meeting with us, uh, I don't know if you guys have to go back to reality or something, you wow. know, right? And so they're like, okay, well, how much are we talking here? It's like, well, you know, we can give you an extra two days here at the resort, all inclusive, still, blah blah, that kind of thing. So they give them some crazy pitch, and it's like, well, I guess, yeah, sure, I'll call in, blah blah, whatever. Okay. So so they give them this like little bit of a like an angular wild pitch, and as they start talking, the guy's like, all right, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be straight up with you. Um, to get involved with this piece you know you get you know three weeks a year okay it's gonna be about 22 grand and so these guys talking to them are just like ah it's not gonna happen like 22 grand up front uh no i mean in mexico that's like that's yeah. like a mansion right like you know so he's like no 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 we, we can't do this and they're like okay well let me talk to my boss you know you guys seem like good guys i me talk to you and okay. he leaves the room comes back and he's like all right uh Tell you what, I got him down to like 16 grand. Now, 16 grand gets you all this, and he goes over all the amenities again, and they're like, oh, damn, I can't justify 16 grand. This this was a three thousand dollar trip at most, maybe four yeah. grand. Like 16 grand, this is like, yeah. and I get to come for three weeks. I don't know, I don't know. And it's just like, yeah, but you own it, kind of. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they're like really pushing it, and he's like, well, let me go talk to my boss again. He goes back, and he comes back again. And he goes, all right, look, final offer. Nine grand, okay. Nine grand. Wow. I can get you a piece of this. It's not like the gears are turning. I mean, it's all inclusive, so you're drunk. But at the same time, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you were gonna let me fucking get a twenty-two thousand dollar <laughs> bath here and just soak in it, and you come back at nine G's, and now that's okay too. That's the same value. Wow. What are we buying here? No, no, no. So that was a walkout moment. Oh yes, and they walked out. But it just shows you, man. Like there are so many greasy levels to that timeshare shit. <laughs> because the worst part is they make you that guy. If you actually invest, like if you actually invest and you have a timeshare, right. you become that fucking salesman w- one way or another. Like it's uh, either right. It's either late at night. Maybe you have dinner. A couple, a couple couples go out or something like that, and you're just like, you know, we have a timeshare down in Mexico. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll do you a favor. Uh, four grand. I'll let you, you know, go down there for two weeks. Blah I, blah I, blah. And I'm you like- become the guy. It I've known sucks.
2: friends who have timeshares, and when they reveal the information, it feels like a brick wall has landed in the yep. room. You're like, we're, we're not like yeah. each other.
0: No. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You know There's a lot of room there. Why don't you just come with us, and we can, uh, we'll can, split it. You know? So it's only like, oh, it's only like 1,800 apiece. So you're just yeah, like, right. all right. Uh, no, I can't be a part of your shenanigans, is really what I want <laughs> to <laughs> say the whole time. Yeah, that kind of stuff happens, like, frequently. I don't know. I, I'm not really into these uh, high-pressure sales situations. I don't know if you've ever had had an experience
2: like that. Yeah, actually, when I was in Mexico with the beautiful Claire a couple of years ago, we were presented with, like, a Mayan kind of wheel, you know, that signified all the different years. Oh, like,
0: uh, like, yeah, like Mayan, like uh, Mayan, yeah. Yes. You (laughs) You could say that. I was like, yeah, like a Mayan, okay, yeah. Um, Yeah. And
2: I thought it was terrific that someone just gave me this, you know, and they're like, well, you come for breakfast and you talk about the timeshare, and I'm like, do I get to keep this if I don't go to the... And they're like, yeah... Yep, yeah, very begrudgingly. We'll see you later then. Yeah. yeah. More cruise. It's a nice piece. <laughs> was it like a stone calendar? <laughs> well, It's about as big as a coaster, I guess. But oh, okay. It, it looked kind of Your authentic. gesture
0: made it seem like it was... A grand <laughs> stone tablet. Yeah, <laughs> like it was that giant piece out there in the lounge There's or
2: something. There's no magic on this podcast <laughs> anymore. <laughs> You're
0: cutting holes through me. That's good. I thought he told you, less, less uh, history, more mystery. <laughs> mystery oh, inside. yes, yeah. yes. No, no, no. You know what... Uh, I I was actually, I was going to ask you um, a bunch of stuff regarding, uh, well, I was going to ask you a bunch of sports stuff, but I I don't know if the viewers want to hear that. Okay. Do you think they want to hear that? Well, I'll take whatever you give me, you know, I'm in the hot seat over here. I mean, you're also capable of providing us with a lot of just random stories, maybe stories about people you know here, maybe not. Actually, one of the funny
2: things, yeah, Mike's (laughs) out, (laughs) he's giving me the eye.
0: He's like... It's not a good idea, actually. <laughs> I don't like what, where this is going.
2: One of the funny things about being in Canada is uh, I'm a sports guy from Britain. I love my soccer. Where are you from in England? Uh, from Northamptonshire. It's kind of central. Northamptonshire? Uh, yeah, the Shire. Or I Shire, yes. as I would, I would just butcher it and say. From the Shire. All right. So you're from the Shire. And being a soccer fan, you know, you talk to your boys about sports. I come over here. I'm watching the hockey. And Canadians they're talking the same it's like similar words, the same language, the same gestures, but I can't get involved. It's like all of a sudden I'm that kid at school that doesn't like sports. But Isn't I'm that like weird? I do like sport. I'm like you guys, yeah. but um, thankfully actually Mike's a big soccer fan and me and him talk, you know, pretty much daily are, about it. You guys are
0: big uh, MLS fans too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good time. So were you guys uh, you guys cheer white caps here locally? Oh well, yeah, Saavedra's, uh core Rain City Brigade. Actually, RCB, yeah.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. Let's, let's go with that.
0: How dare you associate me like that? No, he's he's <laughs> fucking, he's awesome. I actually I've attended a few uh, matches and they're the rowdiest bunch. I like them.
2: Yeah, Sevedra has a, a trick of seeing how many filthy dirties he can drink in ninety minutes, there which might, is quite entertaining. It's fun. It's a record that I try to beat the next time filthy that I go. Filthy dirties, yeah. They sell those at BC Place? They certainly do. Which at Joe Stadium, yeah.
0: Right? See, that's pretty cool. Like, so, think about that. Like, your artwork is constantly presented internationally and, at, and locally, even. Like, it probably has more impact locally for you just because like, you see it maybe day to day, but like, it probably doesn't even dawn on you how often like, people are looking at your artwork. Yeah, especially as I they're guess drinking, so. thinking sexual so. stuff.
2: That you know? <laughs> happens all the time. That happens right? too. Yeah, Mike <laughs> was telling me about uh, bottle deliveries. The other day. What are you talking how, about? Well, you know, people turn up at an accident and emergency with bottles in orifices. And he's saying, that must have been one of your bottles at some point. <laughs> it's the kind of information <laughs> he gives me in the pub. That's,
0: yeah. that's kind of muffed, actually. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. that I'm thinking about it, wait a minute. Do you think that's ever happened with your artwork? Do you think a Parallel 49 bottle has ever been used sexually for uh, purposes uh, otherwise than intended?
2: Yeah, I, I would say so. At this point, with a beer called filthy dirty, I would oh. say that's... <laughs> It's just asking for it. Someone looked at your artwork, <laughs> was enticed by it,
0: and thought, I know where to put this. Why
2: did you look at Mike when you said that? I won't. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, he's got, a, he's got a way about him. You know? <laughs> I love this guy.
0: Mike, uh, I'm pretty sure he's fed up with us last year. He's taken a lot of abuse the last <laughs> few weeks. Yeah. Uh, he, he shells it out, though, too. Sometimes the camera's not on, though, and he shells it out, so mm. it's mostly just me crying
2: afterwards. Right? Yeah, like, he had me in a wrestling hall on Friday night, so he I had, think it's only fair that I should verbally reciprocate. Hold on, he had you in a wrestling hall. Yeah, I didn't want to drink, like, what the we... 15th pitcher that he ordered. You know? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> not 15. Where were you on 15. Friday? That, that, that was even a necessity. Oh, we're at the Mighty 12 Kings, a great little East fan pub here. Oh, 12 Kings, unique, there by... unique taps that revolve, and it's always good beer, you know, nice food, too. I've seen some comedy at 12 Kings, I think, before. Is
0: that right? Yeah, right. they do comedy nights. Yeah, they do, com- they do open mics there, I think.
2: Yeah, open and, uh, mics on a Thursday, and there's foosball night, all sorts of things. I've yeah. also
0: played pinball there on your birthday, actually, Savedra, yes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, why was I there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, Savedra's <Sylvester's laughs> birthday. Yeah. No, it was actually a good little pub. I like that spot.
2: Yeah, nice to They have
0: electric darts there. Have you played that one?
2: They do. I've got a friend, actually, Sean Smith, who is a demon darts player, and he travels around Ooh. locally just winning them. I might have met him. Maybe that night. He, yeah, um, he
1: was the one that uh, helped us sort out the dartboard, because <laughs> we had <have> no idea <laughs> what we were doing. <laughs> yeah,
2: that,
0: yeah. We just walk up, like, just a bunch just of degenerates. Buttons, like... Yeah, just totally filthy degenerates. I'm like, <laughs> how do
1: you do this? How do I stand Why here? just have a real dartboard?
0: That guy, Steve, walked up and was like, guys, he's just... No, just <laughs> so so yeah, done.
2: The smart thing about those dartboards because they're electronic, they're connected to the internet. So it's sort of like a a universal tournament all the time. What? And he's always up there. You get your photo taken by the machine, and he's always in the top ten. Is you he know? in that game then? Like he's yeah a... really? Yeah, he's a man to beat.
0: Yeah. Those cameras are so fucking like aren't they like dot matrix printer cameras that's like like the first nokia fucking yeah yeah like it's it looks like
1: (laughs) my first cell phone
0: that's it yeah
2: right
0: there you go like uh like uh like fisher price kind of shit yeah like it (laughs) it looks kind of weird but it's like is that you on there i can't even tell (laughs) it that's me i assure you those six pixels are my
2: face yeah there's a guy called soldier from oregon and i walk in the 12 kings with sean for a pint oh soldiers uh, you know and he has to get over there and, and beat soldiers score oh, before what? he can settle yeah really yeah him and soldier are always at it back and, but, back and forth but kind of internationally you know so, so soldier can play in the states yes. in Oregon yeah. while he
0: plays while Steve plays here in, at 12 Sean, Sean sorry yeah. did I say Steve yeah I said Steve earlier too I meant Sean <laughs> fuck whatever that's what happens when you meet one guy once and he's better than you I'll something. let you have the first one <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah don't let me skate let me skate with that uh yeah that's crazy though you can like interplay arcade games well you've just explained the concept of the internet to Jamie and he's like, <laughs> oh, he's like whoa what if I had an idea I wanted to share with him he's like well you could do that too like, it's, yeah. yeah online gaming
1: It's pretty neat
0: right yeah <laughs> I don't know fuck that, was, that came up last week too apparently I don't know anything I know like Less than 1% of what I'm supposed to know, and I, I, don't, uh, okay. I don't even know that, apparently.
2: We're supposed to know a bit of everything nowadays, don't we? We can't cover all bases. I don't know. I like, I play, uh, when I get into games, I
0: play like, I'll play a game until it's completely done. Oh, That's it. Okay. Like, like, I haven't taken Fallout 4 out of my, my PS4 since I got it. Right, because I'm like it's not done yet. Yeah, 400 <laughs> hours in, I'm not done. You know, I got a lot of stuff to do. You're ticking all the boxes. Going over the wasteland. Yeah, or, yeah that kind of shit. Right, I'm ticking all the boxes. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, I actually found out that uh, I don't, I don't really like, uh, I don't know. I guess I don't really like a lot of change. Is really what it is. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Recently, I found that out. The change I do like. Is uh, the internet that I upgraded so we could finally put these episodes Boom. up in full versions? That is an excited
2: man. Mm. He's been vibing on this. <sighs> well, for let me few tell days. you this.
0: When I walked up to the, the cable kiosk, okay, I was telling this story last week about how we had Mike and, uh, and Andy Saremba on the show a couple weeks before, and they put up a lot of content too. And I asked them, I was like, man, how do you deal with having to like. 26 hours per episode. Like, how do you deal with that? Because they put up really high quality episodes, right? And they're they're looking at me like, what? It doesn't take that long to put up an episode. What are you talking about? And I was like, well, how long does it take you? They're like, maybe an hour, maybe two hours. And they're like, I'm like, well, what what provider do you have? And then it turns out we have the same provider. Don't want to say. So I'm just like, that's that's silly. So I ended up going and uh, on a little adventure on the weekend, and uh, I ended up upgrading my shit. But this is an actual true story. When I asked the guy, I was like, well, what kind of internet do I have after giving him my account number? He laughed. He laughed and said, this is internet 10? We don't even sell this anymore. Oh, wow. This is the oldest internet I've seen in a long time. Fact, you're, you're he said... one step
1: away from dial-up. Yeah.
0: That's a, he was like, what? He's like, well, what do you do with it? Just check your email? I was like, I'm a content creator. I put up gigs of uploads every week. He's like whoa how long have you been doing that i'm like years <laughs> he's like he's like how have you not shot yourself i'm like he said that i was like uh i don't know can, can we fix this and he was like cool so he gave me like a pretty sweet package just gave me a little loyalty discount okay so sorted it out but uh yeah i tested it last night now it takes 33 minutes
2: to uh, upload it's pretty good I think he's ready for online darts I think he's now educated and he's <laughs> here yep. to pull it off yep. <laughs> you're a soldier yeah it's, I'll work my way up
0: know coding and stuff um, I was going to ask you do we even figure out why what kind of wrestling move Mike put on you
2: uh, the million dollar dreams are regular of Mike's uh, late at night yeah usually he starts it starts with the Ric Flair chops do you want to that's do it a to warning. me right now right here okay. I'm not going to just come over here I'm not going to give you the million dollar we need a host you'll pass out
0: now don't <laughs> pass me out. It's just gonna go okay, go
2: ahead. <coughs> oh boys. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mine lasted a bit longer. Now, than that. now he
0: did that full full line, by the way. That was you got manly hands. That's pretty good. You got a grasp of a anaconda, I believe. Uh so he did that. T- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What was that for? What <laughs> nah, Anyway, you? Uh what was the uh What was the reason he did that? And wait, how long did he do it?
2: Well, well,
0: I left him unconscious outside for like five minutes. Jesus, (laughs) drunk, (laughs) that's safe. You're fine. This isn't Northamptonshire, or whatever the fuck, you'll be fine.
2: The thrux of this problem is Mike and I share a passion for craft beer, but we're on completely different schedules, you know? Mike's bigger guy than me. I'm a bit of a wiry guy. You know? How much do you
0: weigh?
2: I don't even know. I, this, this, this Let's time it. capsule
0: this right now. How much yeah, do you weigh right now? 2016.
2: Let's guess at 185. One 18, you're guessing? When was the last time you stepped on a scale? No, a long time ago, to be honest. Could be could be 190. Could I be shamefully step on one every morning. Shamefully.
0: Oh. Shamefully,
2: shamefully. You should have... <laughs> Asked me this morning, and I'd have happily bought that information. I've got nothing to hide.
0: You got nothing to hide? Look no. at this guy, 185. You're a middleweight. I'd have done it with my keys in my pocket. So you and Anderson Silver <laughs> are the same size. what we you're trying to say. Okay. All right. All right <laughs> I believe it. you're the guest. I'll give you the bed for the doubt.
2: Right. I'm not fighting Silver. All, All right. right.
0: How much are you weighing right now, C Mart? What's going on? One, three, three? 133. Nice. This guy's. Imagine fucking... the mo- wrestling moves. I yeah. could put on this guy. <laughs> Seymour, it's a, like Dominic Cruz weight right there. That's that's a yeah. bantam weight right there. Uh, how much do you weigh, Mike? Uh, probably like 230, 235. 230, yeah. I'm around 227 right now.
2: Actually, it's a shame. This is a little off topic, but the Beer Wars was last night. Craft beer, stroke, people from breweries competing in boxing matches because Mike. He doesn't actually oh work Oh yeah. Mike Please a- tell this story. Okay, Mike doesn't ahead. actually yeah. work for a brewery, but he is a patron. He's a loyal patron, so he was invited to compete. I mean, um, that's
0: lightly putting it. He's like uh, he's like you know, when you go into the the breweries and they have like those plaques on the wall <laughs> it's like this this wing donated by <laughs> michael savadero <laughs> and
2: it says that on the plaque actually anyway okay yeah go ahead good no it's just a, a shame that mike can't well, what is this what are you talking about what, what kind of event what it was mean? it like was last boxed. night what it do, do you mean? mean
1: was that caprice
2: yes is this the thing you told me about you wanted to
0: box
1: for yeah what happened why didn't you bark uh, I was turned down by the medical doctors when I went for my physical
2: <laughs> I don't think the million dollar dream is a legal boxing move either but. I'm, I'm not even joking Like, <laughs> hold on what is it? hold on so I vaguely remember
0: you messaging me near the end of last year and you're saying yeah bud it's going to be awesome I'm going to box I'm going to definitely be. Yeah, I got a uh, message <laughs> I'm going to you know probably going to win yeah I
1: thought I was in Boxcar Joe
0: I got this yeah. you know? and I was like alright here we go and then you're like couple months later, I forgot, and then, you, and then you're, like, going in for my physical today. How did that work out? What did he say? It didn't work out. What did he exactly <laughs> say, though? It like, didn't
1: work out because of my past with anxiety and stuff like that and, like, uh, what random he other health problems. I cannot physically compete <laughs> because I haven't been clean for, like, over a year. Like, it has to be, like, a perfect bill of health in order to go and do that.
0: So he... Okay, is he, like, specialized in combat sports evaluations, though? No, you can go to
1: any doctor in the, like, it's a regular physical. So the same guy... like, to clear you to compete in a place where the place and the breweries could be held liable. Like, if I had a panic attack and my fucking heart starts racing and I start getting punched in the mouth, (laughs) like, and I just fucking have a heart attack or drop dead, like, on the ground, like... There's gonna be a lot of people and shit, including that doctor, for signing that That's fucking true. paper. That's true. So it's but like the it's same, not just me being like we're like I had the sniffles sometimes so I couldn't compete. I find it weird though the same guy that can like
0: diagnose. You you with gonorrhea is the same guy that can be like you can't box like that's fucking kind of silly. Oh, i mean think,
1: think of the simpsons remember when homer goes to sign up and then like marge is like i want you to go and see a competent doctor and then they cut to dr hibbert and he's just like you more than fit every bill to box in this state and plenty of other states and it's just like yeah well because that's how that works like it, it doesn't take a fucking re- like you just go in if your chart says hey he's been He's in perfect health. There's nothing wrong with him. Unfortunately for me, I've had the like <laughs> within the last year. I've had issues, so I cannot box. I don't want to laugh at your issues. I just want to laugh at you know. I, I wish just... I could have. I would loved to have fucking yeah, fought I, somebody I, last night. I think
2: Mike would have done well. Is it full headgear?
1: You yeah. had the option when you got announced Whoa. with your opponent. You could choose whether or not to have headgear on or off. What
0: would you do if you're like I'm definitely having headgear? I would have been like zero it,
1: headgear, and I would have stared the guy down. Oh, here <laughs> we go.
0: <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah. I would have.
0: I would have got with Mania on him for sure. Mike's the champion. of would have championships here. He's like, I would have not worn headgear. Why? Why would you? No, hey. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, I'm just Go for the knockout. Go
1: for the- <laughs> either that or I'm going to get knocked out. There's I a just, lot of people that wanted to see that too. Was- okay,
0: imagine you are going against Savenger though in that scenario, and you're like, I'm definitely getting headgear, and then you, and then they're like, they announce, come into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chilean express michael Saavedra and then uh he shows up no headgear i'd be like oh, i'm fucked i'm fucked this guy's gonna roll me this is like, that's I, true it's I, a look like, I look like psychological i look like i'm in the olympics and he looks like he's about to
2: win the olympics or something like that you know <laughs> Fuck. i think if he did win he would expect the stone cold beers from us yeah dun, 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 come on boys you got me throwing up Yay. the beers
1: <laughs> can you catch a beer one-handed
2: in boxing myths, Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just smoking me in the head. Just, what the fuck? But listen, it was a big success and it'll be back. And hopefully Savedra will be back. Well, what do we
0: have to do right now? Let's make a pledge right now. How do we get you on there? Because I want to see you fight. I think uh, you just gave me the million dollar dream. You have manly <laughs> attempts. I think you could do it. <laughs>
1: I think you could be okay. Are you
2: basing your boxing, you know, on the his, prediction, uh, on the yeah. yeah my striking right.
1: capabilities are the yeah. same as my million dollar dream. Capability. <laughs> uh, it's pretty uh, much the same. You're well versed. It's the same thing.
0: I don't see how this is any different. This is fine.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd love to do it next year. Like if they if they go forth with it again, I will. What if they're like definitely give it another shot? Like I'll go try and get that physical and be 100. Yeah, good on you, man. They're like. So how many cigarettes do you smoke a year? Look, I'm having one right now. It's like, like Yeah, it's just <laughs> in not, the office. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that, was, you... that wasn't a fucking. That's fine. You can smoke cigarettes. Who gives a shit? That's fucking crazy that you can that you can smoke cigarettes though. The yeah. trainers would probably be like, you should probably stop smoking because you have to fight for three rounds. It's, uh,
0: yeah. Oh, so they're three round fights. Are they like five minute rounds, three minute, two minute rounds? Three minute. It's right? a three
2: minute,
1: three minute round. Yeah, so which, you, is
0: which is a long you time. You got to fight like fifteen minutes basically, right? Yeah, Wait, I mean, no, around nine, nine minutes. Nine minutes, but you get exhausted like yeah.
1: right away. Like you'll be. Exhausted I know it's right boxing. Away. It's like yeah. you be like you're gonna throw twenty punches and be like, "Fuck!" <laughs> the, the first The first forty seconds of the first round, you could win the fight if you just block and take the other guy's like slugging.
2: Yeah, and you can mentally defeat yourself, you know, just by getting wound that's up. True. You can wear yourself out, make your arms go limp just by
0: just by getting you know, like, amped get up. It up. Yeah, we get a nice adrenaline dump, and you think suddenly, that you're like. Oh man, your legs turn rubber, your arms turn rubber. It's just an awful situation.
2: I think <laughs> if you are in these shoes, you get like seven loose before you got up there. I get really t- seven in. Yeah, can
1: you drink beforehand? I, I don't think that that's. That.
2: He's out.
0: I'm out. There's no way I do it. <laughs> like a couple of jacks of me.
1: I
2: throw, a a yeah. <laughs> throw a couple bombs.
0: Yeah. A couple bombs. Throw a couple bombs. You know? They were like, you, you literally just left the. Like you hit him twice, and then you just left the ring. I'm <laughs> well, out. No. I'm out. Like can't lose if uh, if I don't lose. I <laughs> well, think the awesome
1: part is that you get like the three full months training over at East Side Boxing here, yeah. just down the just actually down the road from here. East
0: Side yeah. Boxing. Now are they a reputable uh, little little place here? Well, they've
1: been training for the aprons for gloves for the past couple of years as well.
0: Oh, that's the one. And I Aprons think, for Gloves, yeah.
1: I think just it's starting again, like right away. I think they're taking applications at the moment. No,
0: Aprons for Gloves is where people in the service industry, in, in kitchens and, and whatnot. Uh, barbers. Barbers. Uh, any type of service industry job, literally put on boxing gloves for a night and fight for a cause, right? Mm-hmm. Is that how that works? Yeah, now? it's yeah. usually
1: over at the Woodward's uh, building there. Okay.
0: Do you represent a charity of your choice or is it one charity for the whole event?
1: Uh, I, think it's, I think it's a couple charities for the event. Or like one big charity, but I think like the you represent where you work, that's kind of crazy. Can you imagine there's, like an m m a version of this like, i that think that would be a horrible idea
0: <laughs> like because, like if you know you'd have like like you know in sports you can have ringers okay if, yeah, you'd have, right. yeah, it'd be like, you know i I got my friend here crush, he's uh <laughs> you know new to the city, but uh boy oh, Trainwreck. wreck, yeah, my boy Trainwreck. wreck. <laughs> he wants to like, a nice train wreck reference that's nice Boom. <laughs> lost episodes for those out there um yeah but you, can, you can have him joining the team you know yeah. like ah, oh, he's new to the city oh, he's only been with us for six
1: weeks or whatever yeah right what I, well, I mean the the guy that works over at uh, red truck that i think he was boxing in the main event one of the like All few right. no headgear fights i think there were two last night wow but he's fought at like the first two or three, however, however many they've done of aprons for gloves the last couple of years, and boxed last night at the Beer Wars thing. So, he's he's on the poster for it, and he's doing the full like oh wow the huge yeah, yeah the full boxing pose. But that guy's he's shredded, man. Like that, if they would have drawn me against him, I'd be like wow, come out to see me get my ass no shit. whipped. And you know oh, like, with, that, whipped. with
2: that in mind. Just for your listeners, it's not exclusive to fighters. You know, our social media girl at Parallel, just a little blonde gal. You know, does weighs a feather, and she's I, in how that. much? How she weigh? Feather, a feather, full feather, four feather. But is you that know, like ten stone? Uh, <laughs> they'll match you up like for like. You know, so you know you don't You're have to think level. oh, I You're need skill to be. Level.
0: Here. I would love to see who they would
1: have matched Mike up with.
0: What, what would you have been fighting? Heavyweight?
1: No, I like if I start training, I drop weight fairly quickly. Yeah. so I'd, I would have probably ended up around welterweight. No, I would have probably <laughs> been I would have probably been around like 190, 195, 190, somewhere in there. They would have to match makes him
2: sense. with a guy with a beard, though, just for just for I symmetrical think All the guys sense. had beards last yeah. Year. Oh, yeah, you can have sense. a
0: beard, they don't make you shave it or anything like that. It's a brewery
2: tournament. Some beards. commissions are
0: really funny like that. Like they make you like Roy Nelson. <laughs> I remember that was a big debate when Roy Nelson in MMA was first fighting. They used to say stuff like. That beard's unfair. He should have to shave. I remember who the fuck was well, saying it's, that It's, it's a area. That's I don't want to really attribute this to him, but I'm, I think it was him. I think Sean McCorkle, I don't know if you guys remember him, he had a real short stint in the UFC. I think he complained that he had to fight uh, against a bearded man who could absorb more punches with his beard. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, crap. Which is such bullshit. I don't know if McCorkle actually said that, but it sounds like something he'd say, so I'm going to say it. Fuck it.
2: That's interesting, though. Yeah, it is. That is interesting. It really is. Yeah. I'd like to know the scientific fact on that. Like, big beard, you know. If what you, kind of if experiment
0: you, would that be, though? If
2: you uppercutted Mike,
0: right. freshly
2: shaven, bearded, what's the difference? There's got to be a difference. You'd have to,
0: okay, let, the thing is you could ruin your own experiment, though. If you have to, if you did shaved first and you knocked him out, there's <laughs> also a theory out there that's untested and unt- un determined, but it says, like, once you've been knocked out, your ability to be knocked out is easier and easier. Uh, People think it's because when you get knocked out, your your brain remembers the infliction of the pain okay. and then shuts off. Recognizes or, it. In order yeah. to prevent that from happening again. All right. So, like, your brain's kind of protecting you from doing it, but not knowing, like, oh, you're actually a professional fighter. You need to do this to live. It's just very interesting that way, though, because you've seen... How many times have you seen that? Like, a fighter will have... Just an amazing like oh he's got such a granite chin on him and then he just gets rocked one day and that's it never comes back yeah right like like, uh, speaking of Roy Nelson I remember when Roy Nelson got knocked out that was a big thing and now he's been knocked out a couple times and I'm like okay how does that happen how does that go how do you go from right
1: it's like it's like playing a pinball machine you rattle it and it says tilt.
0: You gotta, you gotta leave it alone for a while. <laughs> keep touching it. That's right.
1: Fucking knocked out again. That's, That's right. right.
0: <laughs> you knocked right the fuck out. You play a lot of pinball though, don't you? A little bit. Are you a ranked member of society? Yes. Are you? What, what's your current rank?
1: I actually, I actually don't know. In the tournament that I play at over at the Lamplighter, I'm currently sitting in eighth.
2: Eighth? That's pretty good.
1: What? Out of out of what though? About like forty five people. I don't know.
0: Jeez, top are over here. Look at this guy. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of upside he's, got, he's a top 10 pinballer yeah he's a you know aspiring boxer yeah. right aspiring boxer yeah <laughs> <then> the, Yeah, <laughs> I'm really looking really looking and then of course <laughs> I didn't want to kill your dream and be like former boxer wannabe
2: like I don't want to say that I should, I'm should like, have just said that it would have been easier. <laughs> aspiring aspiring pugilist <laughs> and if you delve into the archives he had his rock star life previous to very true to so the podcast life let's course. talk about metric metric
0: right Yes, I was playing in metric, no, yeah. he's a, he's a metric. I played in Metric for like at least two years. <laughs> he used to, he was the original singer and then that girl came along. My, yeah. <laughs> Ruined everything, really. Actually They had a better career with me. Mike's been pretty deep in the industry for a long time though. He's very humble about it. So maybe I won't make him talk about it right now. I'd prefer not to. There you go. But uh, yeah, he, you're right. You're right, Steve. Yes. Although this is episodes about you. Very nice of you to deflect some nice little comments to Mike after you. Buried him in so many comments. Today. I was
2: trying to inadvertently bury him by making him talk about his rock life because I know he hates it.
0: <laughs> I saw what you do. That's okay. I saw what was going on. I, re- I read the play pretty well. That smart like, guy. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Um, let me ask you this: uh, for your upcoming plans, for what you're doing right now, you have a lot of a lot of people getting in touch with you. A lot of a lot of work always that's coming out your your shop, so to speak, like right off your easel. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of ideas, a lot of, a lot of concepts and things like that. You've been involved in some cool things. I mean,
2: like, you got thanked on the last Rancid record. Yes, I did. What happened there? Um, I used to work with a guy from a band called Coxborough. I don't know if you guys know Coxborough. Coxborough. All your yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, life-affirming punk music's probably at the biggest height in the 80s life-affirming punk music yeah yeah i know that genre so yeah. they, they're a big they're a big band and they're headline and stuff and i got caught up with the guitarist from cocksborough me and him set up a, a if you, you can't really call it a design agency when it's me and a punk rock guitarist but <laughs> you know it, it is the, though that that's how yeah, a lot of them start i guess like so so he knew a lot of people in the industry and i was an enthusiastic young designer so we did a hell of a lot of stuff and one of the things we did was for a Rancid compilation that he really wanted to grab all their ska influence tracks. Uh, There's usually three or four, maybe six, on each 13, 14-track album. So he felt if they were all put together on one compilation CD, it would just kill. And he finally got his wish. In that previous time, um, he'd asked me to pitch artwork to Rancid. And a common thing with Rancid is they like it and then they don't like it. So they didn't actually choose my artwork for the compilation. It got put on ice for maybe five years. Um, by this time, I hadn't been working with Cox anymore. So but it was kind of like, yeah, like... like he a, was good background. enough to um, make sure that I was acknowledged on the album, which I was thrilled to be, you know. Um, well, that's pretty cool, man. Some that... of my favorite songwriters contributed to some of Rancid's scar uh, music. So... So just like have who? my uh vic rogero from the slackers is is a big nice uh, don't you have some so interesting stuff. vic stories too yeah but they're not for they're not for come no come on mike's heard them um tell me the one where you hung out with them yeah day. i hung out with my boy vic he's brilliant yeah yeah so yeah it
0: was great was that the first time you met him tell me the first time you met him
2: um no, I'd met him a couple of times at different shows, but I was always, uh, you know, like, ah, oh, it's Vic. No way. But um, the difference being in the last time I met him was that I was commissioned to do the poster for the show. And the nice thing about that is it just puts you on a level with someone. Because well, he,
0: he's Vic uh, Rogero of, of the Slackers. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's, you know, it's that's a,
2: that's a big deal. We want to you know, acknowledge that, right? So. But once you're sort of doing some kind of transaction with this person you have a valid reason to be speaking to them maybe rather than it's hard not to say to somebody whose work you admire i really admire your work and when you do that it kind of upsets the The dynamic yeah yeah or the yeah exactly so so to nobody's detriment you know but you're not really gonna talk as friends or as you know colleagues it's more of a like you said, a transaction. Like yeah. There's, there's a, a
0: pretty good understood vibe there, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. so so having done um, the gig poster for the Vic show, I, I got to hang out with him. My friend Bobby Joe, great singer-songwriter locally, she played a few songs with him. And we're hanging out with Vic. And he says, uh, Bobby called me the next day. He says, Vic wants to hang out with me and you. Uh, we're going to go for a burger. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I met up with her. No, Vic wants to go to some strange uh, Vietnamese place. Or something, <laughs> you know, like three bucks a meal, sitting there all afternoon. He's from New York, right? And I imagine this is how guys act in yeah. New York. They find a cheap place, they hang out. Let's chat. Let's just do this, right? So you're imagining this in your head. You're like, oh, uh, Vic, all right, here we go. We're going to hang out. Yeah. As a British man, I'm like, we've got 20 minutes to eat our meal. They're going to expect us to pay the bill, we'd get out. But I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting there. <laughs> I'm eating. I'm not the most adventurous with the food, and I'm picking at some meat. It's just meat. I don't know what it is, it's me. And I'm hanging out with Vic and yeah, we hung out all day. It was beautiful, man. And it's great to uh, make a connection with somebody who you've grown up admiring and then to find out that, you know, they also have an affection for what you do. You know, That's awesome. really cool. Yeah, it's that's super cool. It's yeah. that's,
0: that's one of the most unique uh, kind of experiences you can have in the industry really, is when you kind of, someone pulls you up a little bit, you know, that pull up feeling is, is, it's not very common but when it does happen, it's so memorable and it means so much and the, the biggest part about it is when you get that pull up, it, it's from a perspective usually where it's like, it's nothing really to the guy pulling you up but but to, the, to you, you're like, oh my God, that's like well, the biggest thing. You know?
2: I'm actually in a unique position right now because you you talked about my future plans and as right. I was growing up in my 20s, it was all about what what could I achieve, what names could I work for and with Cox um, a lot of the stuff was reissued but we did Ramones reissues we did Mad- Madness vinyls um, I did some shirts for The Offspring we did a lot of super stuff cool, right? yeah. for Universal Music our, our goal together was to work for the biggest record company in the world and we got there and then uh, having arrived there it was super competitive and super hard work and I my focus has changed now to local it's all down to me and a piece of paper and what's the best thing I can create and at, I talked about Reg Mombasa and Mambo earlier. They weren't on the map when they started. You know, they he wasn't chasing some big surf <laughs> clothing contracts. And and in the same way, I would love to make a mark locally. If if that's the way it goes uh, with Parallel Forty Nine, I want that to be my flag. You know, not bad for a kid from North Hampshire. Yeah. Right? Did I
0: say that right? Yeah. No, I was trying my best to say that.
2: <laughs> 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 the British uh, accent hasn't come out I, yet. I don't I know. Feel still. I'm
0: such a silly fuck. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kitchen, how can people follow you if they want to check out your artwork online? Obviously, you're an intriguing guy. People want to hear that. Uh, a little bit more they want to look into it how can people
2: follow you online probably the best place to find me is combi13 on Instagram Um, I'm also on Facebook as combination13 and I have combination13.com as my website combination13.com
0: yes and combi13 c-o-m-b-i-1-3 exactly
2: and also on Twitter as combination13 look at that yeah
0: I like your uh, uniform style
2: yeah, yeah, nearly got them all. Didn't get Instagram. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. There's there's one post on whoever got it. Just one post of like a bowl of food. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Poor Sevadro. He's like, fuck. He got so late. Was late
2: to the party. That's okay. There's more Sevadres. It's S- making me nervous. It is. There's still drinks in the fridge. It's okay. That's okay.
0: <laughs> and they're parallel forty nine. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Okay. Nice, nice. little plug. Uh, Savedra, how can people follow you if they want to follow? you uh,
1: Follow me at the Savedra on Twitter or Michael A. Svedra on Instagram if you want to see pictures of me and my cats. Um, <laughs> let me just ask this real quick here. This is real important. Uh,
0: Cmart, just want to know a real quick question here. Um, if people want to follow you online, uh, how would they? Uh, how would they go? How do they go about it? No, you don't think so. There's no camera on you this week. Can't get your head shakes. Okay, is he still on?
2: on? level 10 internet is that the problem
0: she <laughs> yeah. actually his answer most of the time is don't bother <laughs> which i think is fucking hilarious so that's good uh, and if you guys want to if you guys want to follow me you can follow me at uh md underscore boomsday i almost forgot what to say uh md underscore boomsday that's on instagram twitter facebook wherever social media is found basically and uh Please go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, leave us a review. Uh, Intergalactic Interviews, it's real easy. Check out our main page, intergalacticinterviews.com. Tons of content. This was episode 85. Uh, what was I going to say here? Oh, don't, don't forget
1: to follow us on uh, Instagram at the Intergalactic Interviews. Oh, that's right. We are. Like on us on it. Facebook. Like that's the right. podcast. Follow us everywhere. Mike you're, you're so brilliant. good at this He's you're
0: good at this <laughs> can you start the next podcast with that that's what we're going to do I'm not kidding I, I, you know what there's so much sometimes to remember when you're tying this all up into one boat. I, I always forget some things but yeah we are on Instagram recently and uh, within a week we had like 200 new followers so uh, let's do that let's keep growing together guys I love, uh, I love you all and we love Steve Kitchen and if you have any final words why don't you say them right now Right now. Um,
2: well, how long have I got for the final words? Is it just uh, a sentence? Let's give a...
0: you a hard five
2: seconds. <sighs> <laughs> hard five. Go ahead. All right. Well, I've gone and finished business. Oh, um, you say what you got to say then. Yeah, because um, I've listened to the show. I've heard my name come up a couple of times. And you're like, friend of the show, Steve Kitchen. Like, you are a friend of nice. the show, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, Officially now. I think uh, recently I had my own art show. Name above the door, Steve Kitchen art show. First one I've had in maybe four years my boy here went to a ca- cafe <laughs> on the same night. <gasps> How dare
0: you use the final words provided to you to call me out on
2: a show I'm a part of? How dare I, I
1: still think it's unbelievable too. So I'm just. You see, I don't
2: way. want you getting east until the end. So getting right. I, I even took a cab
1: right from here. Could have, you know. It he, did. He, he did. He did
0: actually. That is very true. <laughs> we. That what show was that? We, we did that night. Uh, I was like, episode?
1: I think it might have been Sunny and, uh, Sonny Dollywall and young.
0: Steve McGowan. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys, yeah. Uh, Seabird and I went one way and yeah, and uh, Saavedra jumped in a cab to get grease. The loyal and, friend uh, of I mean, uh, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're going to a cat cafe. I'm literally, literally picking up a brand new cat today. Like I had to go and that cat turned out to be ATS Alexander the small. Instagram famous.
2: I know the story and it just rubbed, (laughs) it rubbed salt into it. He even got a name, a cat with the same name as the other cat. Yeah.
0: he? useless gesture. You already had a cat named that and you wasted the whole show. You did have a big show that night though. Yeah. And you are a big deal. That's why you're on the show. Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah. You're a fucking killer. We love you. Ladies and gentlemen, please check out combination13.com, combi13 on Instagram. See Kitchen, you're a gem. Michael Savedra, thank you for your time today. You betcha. See Mart, you're a killer. And uh, intergalacticinterviews.com, check it out. We love you guys. We'll see you all next week. Mm.